It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of blindandroidusers.com. Kick back and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Blind Android Users podcast. I'm Ed Green and with me today are Warren Carr, Austin Pinto and Marion Mosen. And we're recording on Saturday the 12th of June 2021. This week we have our usual announcement section. In our must-have app series, we're turning our attention to -to text-to-speech engines. How do you want your screen reader to sound on your phone? You'll see we have a myriad of options. We'll then have the next in our series of uh, demonstrations of the commentary screen reader, courtesy of Mariam. App of the week this week is from me, and I'm demonstrating one of the pub apps we have here in the UK, a pub chain called Weatherspoons. And joining us live this week uh, to tell us about her Android journey is Elena Heiberger. Evening, everyone. How are we all? Hi, Ed. How are you? We're doing well here, at least from my end. I'm doing great. It's it's been a beautiful day so far. I'm doing great too. It's raining very heavily in my end, and it's like all like flooding. Sometimes it is okay. Sometimes it is flooding. It's a rainy season, so Mumbai gets flooded very easily. Ah, not much going on at the Vankhede Stadium today, then. No, not much at the stadium. And how are you, Alina? Welcome. Yeah, I'm fine too. Good. (laughs) And with our announcements this week, it's Austin. What's been happening, Austin? So this week we have got not much announcements in the form of announcements. We just have a vote of thanks to give. I was just reading the show notes from back, very old, I think episode 15, episode 14. And I saw that Top Tech Tidbits have been with us since a long time. And we would like to thank them for promoting us on their newsletters. And you can subscribe to them. The link will be in the show notes. Also, if you have a newsletter or if you know something that can, you know, share a show or promote us or you have a podcast and you want to invite us, you can contact us and we will then see the details and come back on your show to talk about Android. That is it from the announcement section this week. And thanks, Austin. I think you were going to talk a little bit about the OnePlus event, weren't you, that that happened last week? Yeah, so the OnePlus event was this OnePlus uh, had a summer launch event. It happened on the 10th of June. And the only things launched in this event was a TV. Like there were, there was just one TV, but it had several sizes. It is very nice TV and the phone. I don't even feel like talking about the Nord CE, but let's talk about the TV first. So the TV is a 4K TV. It's an Android TV running Android 10. It comes in 50 inches and 45 inches. I don't know if the products will come to the US or what, but I know that the products will come to Europe and they are definitely in India. And uh, it's a good TV, but I don't know. I just felt like this event was just marketing and nothing else. We have this color, this gamut, this uh, display, speak now technology. What they did is they, they just renamed 
okay google to speak now and they then promoted it as a new technology so we had all that going on the event on the tv launch it was all marketing then they launched the phone and the phone was the phone is good but it has a 750 snapdragon 750 cpu it has 128 and 256 gb of storage it starts from 23000 indian rupees it's a 5g phone but it's just for namesake the worst part is it comes with just one 5g band and that's it but uh, people say in europe it has many 5g bands but in india it just comes with one so i don't know from the time um, carl pay left oneplus they're just going downhill and all the oneplus fans are just fed up of their moves raising prices giving one 5g band or two 5g bands and we thought you know they would upgrade they would add 5g bands after after software update but then they came out and said for the oneplus 9 9 pro that no we we are not going to do that so that is the biggest um disaster that oneplus has done and i was oneplus fan i had the oneplus 60 i had the oneplus 7 pro and the oneplus nord original but the oneplus nord original is going to be the last oneplus that i'll be having unless they come around and you know give a good amount of bands i'm not saying give all the bands possible but phones like realme and xiaomi they're giving 6 7 bands in price range of 15000 so that is all for the oneplus event what do you think about the event uh yeah i thought i thought it was a bit underwhelming as well in terms of in terms of the phone um i know i know the nords the sort of well, not budget at that price but but the lower end but yeah i thought it was a bit underwhelming is there anything that a user can do to unlock more 5g bands or is that something that oneplus has to enable that is oneplus has to enable users cannot no do anything work around no No, you can't. Uh, it has to come from the company and I think that at this point, you know, if they didn't include those radios in there, I don't know what they can do software wise. The only yeah, thing good about OnePlus Nord was what, that they bought back the headphone jack. <laughs> That's all the good thing that they did. Yeah, but I mean, every mid-ranger out there has a headphone jack and for them to say here we're bringing the headphone jack, yeah, actually they're led to the party. I do like the hardware on on, on the OnePlus, the alert yeah. slider, the speed, the responsiveness. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It blows out the my yeah. mid-range Samsung. Certainly, I like. I like the fact that they have that. You know, a slider there to silence the phone. I wish every phone manufacturer would do that. I think that would yeah. be really cool. Also, another thing that happened for the Samsung fans. This is little critical news. They have found some serious security vulnerabilities in Knox and other Samsung apps. So. we'll have the link of their article also in the show notes so be aware of these flaws that they have found recently thanks austin for that timely warning just before we move into tts's warren were you wanting to say anything about the latest feature of android 12 this week well android 12 beta 2 dropped on us i think was that a couple of days ago when was that i think that was thursday wasn't it i don't remember so i installed it and uh, so many of the new things that were talked about finally got in this beta 
And I think that um, the revamping of the notification, there's now a clear demarcation between your notification area and the quick settings area. Uh, unlike before, they were kind of like meshed together in a sense. Uh, for a blind person, does it make any difference? Maybe not. But uh, for a sighted person, you have that clear demarcation where this one ends and where the other one begins. So it really makes sense. And then, of course, the uh, power has been revamped again. Uh, so for instance, we now have the power. And in previous versions, you got uh, the uh, power of emergency restart, um, and I think there was also the switch controls, like controlling home things and also the wallet in there. Now those have been decoupled to where we only have emergency, power off and restart. So I pulled it down and right above the notification area to the right, you got the power menu. If I tap here, when you tap here, emergency, you got power off restart. and restart. So it's like a T. So they are not horizontal like all of them used to be from left to right. But you got the emergency to the left, then power off to the right. And then below them is the restart. So it's like a cross, like a little uh, T, uh, printed T. And now if I go just above that notification area, we have the wallet right there. So the wallet is no longer part of that uh, menu, that power menu. And then another thing that they changed was in the quick settings, also you have like where you have your Wi-Fi and all of that. They kind of like bundle now and it tells you what it does. For instance, it used to be that if you tap on that, it will switch it off. But instead, when you tap on it, it will tell you what it has. So that's my Wi-Fi, and it so it will it'll have all this information, letting you know to choose what you what you're going to be using for data and what you're going to be using for Wi-Fi. So anyway, another thing that I like though, which is the most important thing, is the fact that we now have that privacy now is working. It will let you know what app has access to your camera. It will let you know what app has access to your microphone. And you could actually deny all of them so that when you launch an app, then it would ask you whether you want to allow it or whatever. Or if there's an app, you know, doing something in the background, it will let you know. And so Google has really stepped up with respect to privacy here. Another thing that I found of interest, I'm just quickly going through these things that I found of interest, although it's not working on mine for some reason, I tried it on both my Pixel 4, Pixel uh, 3a, uh, and my Pixel 4a, also on my regular Pixel 3, but it's not working for some reason, is the quick tap. So in other words, you could assign what you want to do with a quick tap by tapping the back of your phone to perform a certain action. And the best way to get it is from the system settings, just search for quick tap. So let's go there quick. Okay, let's. Quick tap. So when you tap on quick tap, you need to toggle on. There's an on off switch near the top right corner. 
So it's switched on. By default, it's not switched on. I switched it on. And then you have these radio buttons. Radio button not selected. Take screenshot. Radio button not selected. Access your digital assistant. Radio button not selected. Player pause media. Radio button selected. Series of apps. Radio button not selected. Show notifications. Radio button not selected. Open app. Radio button not selected. Player pause media. If I want to use it to uh, launch an app, for example, what we will need to tap on is the one that talks about apps. So I'm going to go toward Show the bottom. So you could uh, change, you know, how hard of a tab you want to give it. But I want to go to. So I tap on open app because by default no app is selected. So I tap on open an app, and and you could adjust that. And then here there's a settings. When you tap on that settings, I think it's loading up my stuff. Give it time to load. Settings. And then Advanced. that brings up all your apps that you could use. See how that is? So I'm going to scroll up. So let's say I choose the Bard. So I tap on Bard Mobile that, hey, this is the one I want to use when I do the double tap, or I mean when I do the tapping on the back of my phone to launch it. And now I just need to go back, or I could just tap navigate the top. So, so I'm back to... Um, so there we are. I have used that to launch my BART mobile. Now the problem is that... For some reason, it's not working, and I thought maybe because I have my phone in a case, and I decided to take it out of the case, and still it doesn't work. So this is something that probably get refined um, next beta, which is coming up in July. So we will revisit this again to see, but I see the usefulness of this. It's going to be uh, good for people doing several things, you know, whatever. You want to launch your assistance by tapping the back of your phone, or you want to launch a particular app by tapping the back of your phone. It's a great feature, and I'm excited yeah. about it. So I have a question, actually. Couldn't we um, use it to turn the screen reader on as in, you know, iOS devices, because I know it's available there? Yeah, you should be, you should be able to, because it's, uh, it's among the, um, you know, it, it it takes you to where you could actually choose an app. So one could choose, you know, Android accessibility or some other app, or maybe like you, Miriam, you have uh, uh, that, uh, what's that thing, CSR? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, but... <laughs> so, you know, one could use that, hey, so you want to quickly switch uh, CSR on, you just double tap. Well, I mean, I, why do I keep saying double tap? You just tap the back of your phone because it didn't say to double tap, but just tap the back of oh, your phone. Oh, is it just one tap? It's like... This, yeah. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah. So it, it's a neat feature that I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, that it would work for on, on on every phone. I think that would be really great. So, yeah. Uh, do you know Warren if you can use it to answer a call? Ah, uh, you know that's a very good one. Um, you know what? I, well, I didn't see it in the services. You know, like when I was going through. No, this, I didn't uh, hear it either. I didn't. I didn't see it either. But you know, uh, you never can tell. Maybe the next uh, iteration, uh, beta three, that could be added to the list. So definitely, like I said, though, we'll be back here checking again uh, to see what it has next month when um, we have this uh, beta three.
Brilliant. Thank you, Warren. Now we're going to turn to talk about text-to-speech engines. And this is the next in our series of must-have apps. Obviously, we all know about TalkBack, but how do you want your TalkBack to sound? Ironically, um, quite a few of us use Eloquence, uh, which we won't be demonstrating today, simply because it's no longer available on the Play Store to purchase. And um, if you already have it, presumably you already know how to work it. So although although that is the text-to-speech engine you possibly hear most often on this podcast, uh, we're not going to be looking at it uh, today. Uh, Warren, are you going to demonstrate a t- TTS engine today? Well, I think that though we just need to talk about what is a TTS because sometimes we say these words and maybe someone who's new, you know, does not know what TTS stands for. And of course, we're talking about text-to-speech engine here. So TTS means text-to-speech. And every phone has this, and most especially if you're blind, what good is a phone if you don't have the ability to hear what is going on? So what happens is you're a screen reader, and a lot of times people think that screen readers, you know, verbalize things. No, screen readers never verbalize anything. And what we get verbalized out is coming from the TTS engine. And so the screen reader sees something and says, yeah, I see something that looks like a knucklehead here. And so the TTS says, hey, knucklehead. Uh, so that's what's going on. So, But then, of course, a good TTS engine is always needed because the lag that sometimes people observe when you're using your, your phone or some other screens or maybe the keyboard and all of that, all that is dependent on how responsive your TTS is. And I tell you, I cannot overemphasize the, uh, the need for a good TTS engine because that's what drives it. And so it makes sense to always research and find out what TTS engines are the most responsive TTS engines out there. And so, um, of course, you know, Ed, you said we're not talking about eloquence. Of course, that's probably one of the most responsive (laughs) TTS engines out there. But then there's the eSpeak. And I know a lot of people don't like the eSpeak. Sounds very robotic. And... uh, I call it the hide my ass TTS. Of course, if you're doing something you don't want someone to hear, I will just invoke that uh, eSpeak TTS. And we have both on the Play Store. There's one from Reese Dunn, and that's a paid version. I think it's 99 cents a dollar. And then, of course, you have another one from, is it Red Sock? I, I don't remember. It's something like that. But that one is free. And I think that one does have some ads, but of course, when you're doing a TTS, you're not going to be seeing those ads on there. Uh, I want to show that um, eSpeak because it's another responsive uh, TTS engine besides uh, Eloquence. Okay. So when you go into your text-to-speech settings area, so now I'm gonna go find eSpeak. That's the eSpeak. Using eSpeak settings, radio button selected, eSpeak in list. So there's uh, eSpeak right there, and I want to show quickly the uh, settings that I found on on eSpeak. Settings. 
speak TTS settings, import e-speak dictionary, import an e-speak voice dictionary file from the SD card, enlist. Actually, this thing is very customizable, highly customizable. Speak punctuation, none. Speech rate, 175 WPM. Pitch, 50%. Pitch variation, 50%. Volume, 100%. E-speak TTS settings, out of list. Okay. Import T-speak voice variant. There we Mail go. Variant 5. Here are the voice variants. You tap. Voice variant category, out of list. Drop down list, mail. You have mail. If I tab here. Pop-up window, mail, female. Oh, yes. Give me those female weird voices, please. You like the female? <laughs> Let, let's try it some girl, shall we? Default voice variant, drop down list, female. So list. you choose the male or female, and then you need to go choose the voice or the female voice that you want to hear or the male voice that you want to hear. Variant. So we drop down list, default. So we tap here. Pop up with variant one. So we have variant one, variant two. Variant two. Is this uh, is is this the, supposed to be a girl? Oh my god. Uh, no no no. I haven't chosen the girl uh, oh. variant voice yet. Okay. So yeah, got it. Variant one. Let's try the first one. Variant one voice variant drop down list variant one out of list. Oh. Cancel. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, E-speak TTS settings voice variant oh <laughs> variant one in list. But that's that's the kind of girl I like, you know. <laughs> oh, she sounds so weird. I don't like well, it. so let's change the variant. Let's you, try. You, do, you just didn't see the grandma. Yet. <laughs> let's try. Oh yeah. Drop down list female variant. Drop down list variant one. Pop up variant one variant two variant three variant four variant five. So there are five variants. Should I try the fifth one? Yeah, I think so. Variant five, voice variant. And then we tap OK to effect it. OK. E-speak TTS settings, voice variant, female variant five, <laughs> in list. Uh, so she's hiding in a bathroom or something crazy like that, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the e-speak there for you, but it's very responsive. How about, Miriam, do we want to talk a little bit about the history of TTS engines when we got started uh, back on, on Android? Uh, in those days, we had something called the, the Pico. Uh, some people say Pico, so it depends on how you want to pronounce it. Pico, Pico, whatever it is. Those were the voices that we used to have back then. Uh, Austin, you remember one of those voices besides uh, Pico? I think there was another one. I don't remember. I do remember that. No, I don't remember. Yeah, besides, I know there was another one uh, besides uh, Pico, but I, I don't remember what that one was. Now, it was, I think it was from Google. It was something else. But so by well, the, All I would say about eSpeak, um, um, I, I don't like it, just for the record, but it does have <laughs> a lot of different dialects in particular that most other speech synthesizers don't have so as well as the variants when when you change its language you know in, in the uk uh e-speak there are several different regional dialects um which most uh other speech synthesizers don't have i don't think that's enough to make e-speak worth using personally but it, it does exist so if you like highly customizable 
different regional variations, particularly in the UK context, then knock yourself out with eSpeak. Well, actually, Ed, I think you brought something up there that's very important. It supports more um, dialects and languages than any other uh, TTS engine out there. And so, frankly, if you don't have something in your language or something in your region, you definitely want to take a look at eSpeak because it might just support uh, whatever yeah, it language even it is. supports Arabic. Even yeah. it's so weird, but it supports Arabic. And <laughs> yeah. it was for the, longest, that, yeah. for the longest time, it was the first one that was supporting Arabic language because the other ones were not. I mean, uh, things like Google TTS, I mean, those are just late comers. No, actually, what, what it was doing before, it was like, um, when it sees an Arabic um, paragraph or something, it's just like, it reads it as in letters, but lately, it's actually, it reads certain words, which is cool. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing evolution that I, you know. Is to me, it's like one Google of those fusion... Or- it's like that, one of those fusion restaurants which um, serves you any sort of cuisine you want. Trouble is, it's all horrible. So are you going to yeah, go? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, Miriam, is that the Google TTS that's doing that or the eSpeak that is doing that? The eSpeak that's the doing e-speak. that. Okay. Yes. So, let's talk about what TTS engines we have there. We have the Acapella, right? Yes, we have the Acapella. Yeah. Do you want me to show Acapella? Um, yeah, so you guys are going to show a cappella. Then we have the vocalizer. We have the um, the Sarah Proc voices. I think, uh, are they Scottish? I think it's a Scottish company, isn't it? The Sarah Proc. They've certainly yeah. got a Scottish voice. I don't know if it's a Scottish yeah. company. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, Scot- it's a Scottish uh, company. And then we have, um, of course, we've talked about eSpeak. Then we have one called the Flight, F-L-I-T-E. Um, it's not the best sounding out there, but we do have the flight TTS engine. And then we have um, some other weird ones that I have. Uh, frankly, I don't remember what it is called. Of course, we're not going to be talking about Ivona, but we do have Ivona. It was in beta. So I think what we're going to do for our listeners uh, is actually we're going to put it on our Telegram group, you know, the Ivona voices. And the um, the APK as well as the file data, the voice data. I only have like three of them. I have both the uh, uh, English US, which comes like in the form of Kindra, and I have uh, the Australian one, which is Nicole, and then there's Amy from the UK. So yeah, I, and I will... have some French voices as well, I guess, and I have a Polish one. Um, okay, so we could... Yeah, I uh, also have the uh, Romanian one and uh, Amy as well. Well, good. So we <laughs> will put these things on. I will put the three that I have because these things were were beta. They were for beta and that's when I grabbed them. I will put them on our Telegram group. So, you know, if anyone is interested in you listening to this, you could grab them from our Telegram group. So, Alina, you're going to put the Romanian one up there? Yeah, sure. And then, uh, hey, uh, Miriam, you, you're going to put the French, and yeah, there was another one you have. Sure. Um, yeah, I have a Polish. I have a, uh, some of them. The I can't Polish. remember, but what I can remember, I have the Polish and the French. It's called Celine, I guess her name was. So. <laughs> that sounds yeah. good. And so <laughs> the way that you go about doing this, I'll mention here quick, but we'll write the instructions as well, maybe on our Telegram group, is that you first, though, you want to download the voice data, and then, of course, it's going to be zipped. And after you download it, make sure you unpack it, unpack it, and then copy the directory that is unpacked. Put that unpacked directory 
you by going to Android, you use your file browser and you tap on Android. And in Android, you're going to find a folder called ob, O-B-B. If there's none, you could just create an ob folder and then drop the directory. For instance, if it's Kindra, you're going to find a Kindra that you just unzip, drop it in that ob, O-B-B uh, folder. And then the first thing you want to do is to install the Ivona HQ APK and then install the uh, one that belongs to the voice. So there are going to be a set of three things that you will need. So there's going to be the voice data, the, the TTS, the engine itself, and that will be the HQ um, APK, and then the one that belongs to the particular voice. For instance, if you want Amy, you have to install the Amy APK. And if you want Kindra, you have to install the Kindra APK and on and on it goes. So that's what I wanted to mention here. Ed? I was just going to say, um, I don't know if there are any uh, uh, restrictions to stop you doing this, but could you also put your Voxygen voices on the Telegram group? That's right. I'm going to put the Voxygen ones too because they were free. They were all better on the Play Store. And so when they remove those things and they're no longer available, but if you have access to those, you could still uh, use them. And so I'll put, I think I have maybe like six or eight of those uh, things. Uh, so I'll be looking out on our Telegram group. I got the uh, Amanda. Let me quickly show those yeah, voices. Please do, get that eight speak off. <laughs> anything, anything but that. Oh my gosh. Don't mess with my hide my ass TTS engine, Ed. <laughs> I feel like I, I just had the worst Donna Kaban listening to that. Okay. <laughs> so here's okay. Amanda. Okay. Using Amanda English US. She she reminds me of a sad lady, you know, that kind of thing. I use it for my books sometimes, and it's like it, it want to bring a tear to your eye. You oh, know? she <laughs> sounds cool. Um, where is she coming from? Which company? Uh, it's from Voxygen. So I'll put all of these on. Um, so you get... Um, Radio button not selected. Bruce, English, US. So here's Bruce. She sounds cool. Okay. <laughs> she sounds cool. Yeah. Using Bruce, English, US. Settings. Radio button selected. Radio button not selected. Elizabeth English GB. Ah, let's go to the British lady. Okay. Using Elizabeth English GB. Yeah, I like UK voice. Radio button. There you go, Alina. She sounds kind of pissed off at something. Yeah. I think she's rather kind of cool. Radio button not selected. Jenny English US. Here's Jenny. Let's see Jenny. Attention cancelled. Okay. Using Jenny English US settings, radio button selected. Jenny, her accent is the best. <laughs> she sounds cool. <laughs> radio button not selected. Judith English GB. So we Judith. got Attention. Judith. <laughs> okay. Using Judith English GB settings. Nah, radio she sounds awful. But she's almost like the witch, she isn't she? Yeah. Radio button not selected. Phil English US. Yes, Phil. Um, Attention. Okay. Using Phil English US settings, radio button selected. Phil English US enlist. Why are you angry, man? Oh, don't be. <laughs> radio button not selected. Which? Okay, I'll, I'll let oh, uh, yeah. Austin do the witch. <laughs> 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 I know how you. Austin, how about you do the witch uh, TTS? 
So, you know, in the Voxygen DTS, there's the most funniest DTS ever. And I don't know, if you want to, if you want to like be popular, you want to get a good laugh out of people, you select the which DTS. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to read the weather report of my city and then you will come to know what it does. Can you still turn it up a bit? Description available. 29 degrees Celsius, real fill 35 degree air quality pool wind WSW 15 kilometers, H wind gusts 15 km, H cloudy more details, current air quality 51 may you are getting description. Poor the air has reached a high level of pollution and is unhealthy for sensitive groups. Hmm, reduce time spent outside if you are feeling symptoms such as difficulty breathing or throat irritation. Based on current pollutants, more details, arrow, learn more at Plum Love logo. Allergy outlook, no description available. Dunstan Dander Extreme Sea Weekly Outlook tonight, 12.06. No description available. 26 degree low realville, 31 degree cloudy with a tea storm or two. Looking ahead, thunderstorms in the area Saturday evening until late on Wednesday night, tomorrow, 13.06. No description available. <laughs> 31 degree. <laughs> Just imagine if somebody make would have said laugh, this. Make her laugh. How, um, yeah. Guys. So, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> it's restoring my apps, which are over 300. So it will take a while. I just have to use my Pixel 3. So, this yep, is so that's one of the novelty Voxygen yeah. voices, which uh, hopefully will appear on the Telegram group if you want to go and grab that. Just just imagine if you'd said this TTS at as your default and she reads something in the night at three o'clock or three thirty and starts laughing loudly. What will be the state? Yeah, that'd be so scary. Oh my god, I'm just telling you, if I use this at night, I'd be so scared. Uh one of the novelty ones. I'm now gonna demonstrate a different TTS and I'm going to demonstrate a cappella. Um I'll I'll set a cappella and then I'll show you how to change the voices because it's a little bit different than in eSpeak, although eSpeak's way of doing it is slightly more sensible than a cappella's, I think. So I'm gonna unlock my phone. So that is eloquence, as you are no doubt aware. I'm gonna bring up the talkback menu, text to speech. This is what we want. We want acapella. Using acapella TTS, preferred engine. Acapella TTS, text radio button in list. So we've set it now. I'm going to hit navigate up in the top left. Now, if you have more than one acapella voice, uh, there's a very important setting you need to ensure is turned on. So I'm going to go into it from here because I happen to be in the text-to-speech uh, settings. I'll show you how else you can do it in a minute because uh, we don't change the voices here. But uh, we're going to go into settings. Acapella TTS voices. Click to force voices speech rate. Out of list. Click to force voices speech rate. Click to force voices speech rate. So the, the settings labels in here are really verbose, but I quite like the voices, so I'll put up with it. Always use default voice. Tick box. So this is the very important setting. Always use default voice. Tick. Always use default voice. Tick box. 
always use default voice if you have more than one acapella voice and you want to be able to change voices and have talk back respect that change um, you need to tick always use default voice now to change the acapella voices or indeed to buy them because they're not free uh, we're going to go into the acapella app uh, which you need to download from the play store if you haven't already Oh, Ed, I would add that while you are in that settings, at the bottom there on the left, there's a manage um, voices. You tap there and it will take you to the place, uh, place tour where you could find those voices as well. Excellent. Yeah, Thank you. Um, also, um, the thing about, uh, you know, language switching, because I use, uh, you know, two languages at the same time with Ekebele, you can do that, although it's kind of, um sometimes it's kind of stuck it doesn't work so i use auto tts but you can do that still um with it because i use arabic and english at the same time so it's pretty easy thanks Marion. so, so we're in the acapella app now and we're still in its settings so come out of there Laura, voice female, voice installed. So these are the a cappella voices. I've got, I've got a few and I'll change the voice in a minute. English, US, Sharon, voice female, voice installed. English, US, Tracy, voice female, voice installed. English, US, Karen, voice female, voice installed. English, UK, Rosie, voice female, voice not purchased. So if you want to buy an a cappella voice, you would double tap here. A cappella TTS voices. There's a buy button, uh, and depending on your settings, it may ask you to, to confirm that. And then the voice, uh, you, can, you can download it and it will be installed. Now, to change your voice uh, among your a cappella voices, you've, you need to change the checkbox that I mentioned before um, about uh, making sure to always use default voice. Uh, and then if you want to change it, you double tap and hold on a voice. English, US, Tracy. So we'll double tap and hold on this one. Default voice set. Showing items 1 to 12 at 123. Capital E. English, US, Sharon, voice female, voice installed. And it's English changed. English, help. English, US, Laura, voice female. And I double tap and hold on this one. Default, capital E. English, US, Sharon, voice female, voice installed. And it's changed again. So if you have different voices, then just double tap and hold and the voice uh, will will change for you. I think that was all I wanted to show you about acapella. Thanks, Warren and Mariam, uh, for your observations as well. Mariam, are you going to demonstrate a TTS engine? Well, yeah, I think I'm going to demonstrate the, the Google one, even though it's pretty easy. Or, oh, okay, do you want, I mean, I have a lot, so which one do you want me to demonstrate? I don't mind. You want to do vocalizer, because that's another one that people use. And uh, for the vocalizer, you have to follow those same um, steps that Ed was talking about. You want to make sure that you change, you, you click where it says, you know, to force, um, and it is important because if you don't have the voice data, for example, you want to make sure that you have enabled where to default to either a Google TTS or your own chosen TTS in the case that 
the voice data for vocalizers not there and you choose it and then you're dead in water. So I think it's important also we talked about that. And the same thing is true with a cappella, although a cappella doesn't have that feature where it says if I launch a cappella or if I switch to it and I don't have the voice data in place, it should default to Google TTS or some other chosen TTS engine. We don't have that with acapella, so that's the one good thing I like about Vocalizer. Yeah, okay, so I have Vocalizer here. It's open, so the, one, the first thing it showed me... Vocalizer is not the default TTS on your system. Do you want to select it as the default TTS? So it asked me, it asked me to, to make it as set it as the, the default, but I actually use auto TTS, so I don't need to do that. No button. Vocalizer voices. Settings button. Let's go and see the settings first thing. Um, then we can, you know, look at the voices. Settings. Settings. Force voice unavailable. Force pitch settings checkbox unchecked. Force vocalizer TTS speech pitch settings over application speech pitch settings. Yeah, this is what um was we're talking about. It was is an amazing feature because sometimes I do this weird thing about you know just playing with the pitch and the speech rate and I just don't know how to get it back. <laughs> um, it happened to me before like a couple years ago, and I found the settings okay. I was amazed by it really. Pitch. Here we have the pitch. If you want to control the pitch on its own. Um, but make, I mean, keep in mind that if you check this checkbox, settings checkbox unchecked, force vocalizer, DTS speech pitch settings over application speech pitch settings, you won't be able to, um, actually edit this. So, force speech rate checkbox unchecked, force vocalizer. You have, um, a speech rate and a pitch so you can force this the speech rate settings or you know on their own or you can even force the uh, the pitch on their own speech rate force volume check box unchecked force vocalizer tts volume of volume we have the volume as well Generally, so let's volume. go to one of those and see how how it's actually controlled general unavailable image volume oh force wait, volume checked volume volume Volume, 200% percent checked. Volume, 175% percent checked. So it's actually checked boxes. It's not, you know, a seat controller slider or something, which is cool, I guess. Um, because there are some that only have uh, sliders, which sometimes annoy me, to be honest. Back button settings. Force volume, speed, general unavailable. Energy emoticon checkbox checked. This is pretty cool. So, um... Volklazer describes the emojis pretty well, but the, the thing with it that I really hate about it is the point that it doesn't, uh, it's not updated, so it's not being updated at all. So every single emoji that's being added actually is not read, which is annoying, to be honest. I, I hate that. And that's why, what I love about CSR. It reads, it reads <laughs> uh, emojis independently. Process punctuation checkbox unchecked. This is punctuations, um, you know, question marks, full stops and stuff. Punctuation. Um, you can edit this actually here if you want, you know, what punctuations should be read and things like that. Use number processing checkbox unchecked. Uh, number processing. So what does that do actually? I've never tried it. If someone knows, just jump in. So what the number processing does is whether you want it, you want it to say your numbers in uh 
uh, single digits. digits or double or triplets and, and things like that. Mm, so okay. uh, most especially when you're processing phone numbers, uh, probably it's good to always have it like uh, maybe triplets and things like that. So um, okay. I have mine enabled because it makes it easier uh, to understand what numbers are or what digits are being read versus, you know, saying it in one long column. That could be well, kind of hard to remember. I have this yeah. in CSR, so I don't turn that on. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, user dictionary unavailable. The dictionary. Enable user dictionary checkbox check. And this is one of the best things that's only available in um, eSpeak because I've just seen that in Acapella and Vocalizer. You can just edit and add your, you know, your, make your own dictionary. And I'd say that it's, it's a really helpful thing in Arabic, especially because there are a lot of words um, that, you know, sometimes the voices are actually, you know, United Arab, Arab um, United Arab Emirates and I'm Egyptian. So I want my words to be spoken in a different way. So that's how I use the dictionary in Acapella and Vocalizer. I love this um, feature, actually. Add word, add a new word to a user dictionary. You can add a new word. Word list, view all the words in a user dictionary. Words list. Import dictionary file, import already. Import a dictionary file if you have a file. Um, it's, you know, uh, actually we do have the same thing in Acapella. You could just import a file or even you could export, export if you did something yourself and you want to share it with someone else. Advanced unavailable. Or language checkbox unchecked. Selected language will always be used regardless of system settings. Um... Yeah, so the first language. Actually, Volklas is pretty customizable, but I really hate that it's not being updated. It's, it's, it's a sad thing. Language as English. Use alternative TTS checkbox unchecked. Alternative TTS will be used if no vocalizer voice is available for the selected language. So this is important. Um, if you have... For me, I must... Uh, for instance, how I use speak Arabic and speak English. So... Um, I downloaded only an English voice, and I have another TGS engine that speaks in Arabic. When comes an Arabic paragraph, it will let this TGS engine speak because I don't have an Arabic voice installed on my vocalizer TTS, which is amazing. Alternative TTS improved compatibility checkbox unchecked. Useful if any of your apps have trouble recognizing some vocalizer TTS languages. Um... That's never happened with me, but you can definitely turn that on if you have any problems. Support latest TTS API checkbox check disabling the option. Vocalizer checks for default favorite voice set with every speech request. Um, so that, does that mean that it, um, you know, if you have, if I have three voices, one in French and other in English, it'll just, they will see and they will say that or they will take turns. I don't know. It might be. I think sometimes vocalizer doesn't, or, or at least talkback won't recognize that you've changed your vocalizer voice. So even if you have two voices in the same locale, sometimes you'll go to change it and it what the change won't take effect. If that happens, go and change the state of this checkbox. So I, I think it can happen in different different situations for different people. But if if you find that box is checked, uncheck it and it will um it will it will force itself to check for default voice and it'll, it'll go and change it. Oh, okay, got it now. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's and I use vocalizer too, and that's um, what this uh, checkbox is for. <laughs> yeah, and I also want to mention the first item um, that was found under the advanced, and that would be the um, 
the f the first language thing if you want to easily change your uh, voices without needing to restart TalkBack, you must check that. And this is what I'm talking about. Alternative TTFE like, language, U.S. English, force language, selected language will always be used, regardless of system settings. Checkbox, not checked. Now, if I don't check this, I'm going to leave it unchecked, and you'll see what I'm talking about. This is unchecked. And if I go to change the voice, Setting. and you have to go to the Play Store to bring up um, Vocalizer TTS uh, page, Open Vocalizer TTS. Opening Vocalizer Voices. Okay, so I am now on that page, and I'm gonna switch. U.S. English Viva Embedded Pro V3 Two. I didn't purchase that. Well, yeah, I think US, I did. U.S. English Viva Embedded Pro V3 Two One. Now, if I want to make this my default, just like acapella that Ed was showing, I'll have to long press. And if I touch it back again, U.S. English, Viva, Embedded Pro V3, 2, 1, Default Voice. See, it says it's my default, but because I didn't check that uh, box back there in the settings, it is not going to take effect. The only time it's going to take effect is if I restart my talkback, you watch. So I'm going to restart talkback. Talkback off. Now restart it. Talkback on. There we go. So now I have... Eva back as my default. Now, in order to not go through that process, what we want to do is to make sure that you check that box that says force um, language. So watch this. I'm going back to text-to-speech settings. Okay. Use alternative TTS. Let force language. Selected language will always be used, regardless of system settings. Checkbox. Not checked. Go ahead and check this one. And now I'm going to go back to the page that has uh, those voice. U.S. English, Ava, Embedded Pro V3, U.S. English, Zoe, Embedded Pro V3. Just long press. And U.S. English, Joel, $3.99. There's Zoe. Zoe is right US back. English, so you must do that if you don't want to be unloading your talk back. And then um, like Miriam was talking about, you also want to make sure that you check where it says, hey, you know, if I don't have my uh, vocalizer data voice installed, then default to either my Google TTS or you could choose another TTS there. It's up to you. Arabic enlist. You know, um, it's it's all of your, your choice. And I, I like the Arabic voice. There was one I was listening to. Um, I think it's Lila. Was it a cappella? But well, maybe it's a cappella. I'm getting two things mixed up here. But no, um, actually, the, there's there's two Arabic voices. One in Volkerizer, it's called Lila, and the other a cappella called Lila as well. But they're totally I really good. like that Lila voice. I think that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't like I don't like Volkerizer's one. <laughs> oh, okay. But I think it was the a cappella one I was playing with. The, the yeah, Lila the a cappella is great. I use it actually. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can continue, Miriam, because at the bottom there, you can d delete your voice uh, data as well yeah. if you're having some problems. Yeah, uh, always just, delete well, and redownload. Well, we just have two items left. Download over Wi-Fi if you uh, you know don't want it to download over cellular data. And there's delete trial voices if you have trial voices and you know you don't want you want to delete them. Uh, you can definitely do that. So yeah, and yeah, then you have the about. Um, about both classes of one and it's over.
And by the way, in a cappella, you can use your own voice for that matter. If you prefer your own voice, you could record your own voice and they'll create that profile so you yeah, can use I've your own voice. Yeah, I've checked this one. So that's Actually, really good. For the first time, you can do it for free. And then if you want to edit or uh, do another one or you know, record another sample or something from your voice um, with much higher quality, you should pay for it, which is cool, I think. Thanks, Mariam. Uh now then, it's back to Mariam for the latest in our uh, CSR demos, Warren's favorite segment. Take it away, Mariam. Uh, yeah, thank you so much, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you go, girl. Commentary screen reader, or the Chinese screen reader, has gotten really popular among blinds and visually impaired recently. And here, on the Blind Android Users Podcast, we will have a series of episodes in which we will talk about how to use the screen reader, and how to get the best out of it. Okay, so welcome to another episode. It's episode of CSR's Basics. Um, so... Actually, after the last episode, we did have a lot of emails regarding downloading additional resources. So I wanted to clarify this thing first, and then we would move on to uh, the new things that we're going to learn today. Today's the episode is kind of simple and short because we will be covering some additional stuff from, you know, settings that we've actually have discussed before. So let's go. First thing, um, I'll go into more details about how to create an account um, to download additional resources from the server because I received an email from someone who was asking about how can he, he do that. Um, so let's go to the user center. Um, help and feedback, user center. user center. So user center can be actually found in the program settings under, um, you know, it's just right down. You just have to scroll a little bit because it's, I think, the, the you know, the one of the less items. So it's before the last item. So let's see what we've got here. Navigate up. View sign up button. We have sign up for the first time. So let's try that. Register. Navigate up button. Register. Username. Five to fifth text box. You should put in your username here. Um, it shouldn't be a used username because it's going to tell you that it's been already used before. So just type in a username. You cannot type any spaces, by the way. Password, 6 to 15 Latin characters. Text box. Here you should type a password that you would remember because if you want to download your stuff again, if you transfer your phone, that would be possible. Invitation code. Text box. This invitation code... You, sh you don't have to fill it, actually. You don't have to fill it out. You know, it doesn't make any any difference. I don't know what it does do. And actually, I've asked um, on the Telegram group, and no one has actually given me a, um, a useful answer. They said that, you know, it's it's already it's good to create it without any problems. And here you have the register button. Um, So after the register button, we would have cancel button. the cancel button Um, if you wanted to cancel the whole process. So let's see. I mean, let's say that you've actually registered before and you transferred your phone and you want to uh, just log in with a already created, pre-created username and password. Navigate up net, login button. You would have a login here. Login. Just go in here. Navigate login. Username. 
Um, make sure, I mean, <laughs> keep in mind that it's going to read you the password and the username. So what you're going to uh, need is the username, username and the password. Um, user ID. The ID is related to your phone, so you won't need to actually um, remember that. It's fine if you don't because it changes with every single phone. And you have the login button. The the registration registration process is pretty easy. You don't have any um thing regarding you know receive an email or something. Um, so it you shouldn't face any problems at all. Um, so let's go in and see what other stuff we have in the user center because you know some people might not know. User I more options button. Username Mary Emerson. User ID. So you have the username and the user ID. Authorization key. If you want to purchase the um, version, please the authorization the key. If you purchased um the paid version, you would have the the authorization key here. Validity period. New notification for a I don't know what does that mean, but it doesn't make a difference. Referral points. Referee's ID. Commentary screen reader support. The support. Commentary screen reader VIPQQ group. Uh, the VIP QQ group it's in Chinese, by the way. So it's it's for beta. Um, the 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 support one. Close button. Customer service one hundred one. It's the customer service. Support AO cleaned and Portuguese two hundred one. It's the Portuguese. Um, it's another language. <laughs> You would have every single language um, if it has a customer service here, which is amazing, I think. Um, so with every language that it's been translated to, you would find a certain group and a certain customer service for it. Um, so let's go and see some other stuff that we can do with additional resources since we actually have covered that before. Back button, user, action settings, feedback settings. We would go to advanced settings, cloud backup, timer setting, cloud backup, backup, and other settings, menu settings, power set. Oh wait! I, I, I did that by mistake. Oh, here it is. It's in advanced settings. Okay, so you go to advanced settings, and then you find <laughs> manage resources. Manage resources. Manage resource. Scan all resource files button. Scan all resource files. Um, this is, you know, if you want to just um, scan all your resource things that you've downloaded before, which is cool if you want to check if you have something that you've downloaded before or not. Manage, manage gestures. Gestures. Um, so let's go to gestures and see what we have. Manage, manage gestures. And it's pretty much the same in every single one of them. Custom unchecked. Delete button. If you wanna, you know, manage the custom one that you've created yourself, so you would have delete. If you want to delete it, you've downloaded it and you want to delete it. You know, you can do that. Select all. Button. Select all if you have a lot of them. 
and you can just bag them up. Um, how it's gonna bag them up? It's gonna bag them up in the CSR folder that we've we've mentioned um, last week. It's pretty easy that way. Manage gestures. So, um, notification from what's backup button. This is how you can do it. Back button. Manage sound. Manage tools. Manage Let's sound. Let's see some things, sound. for instance. So what? Voiceover by. Mm. We're gonna check this one. Uh, check this one. And you could just bag them up. Let's try to bag them up and see how what's gonna happen. Backup has been created. Two items. Manage resources. Backup has been created. Two items. So it bagged up two items. Hot management. Manage timer. Um. So that's it. And let's now go and um. So it's it's actually all about you know. This is all about man managing the resources and downloading resources from the cloud. Um, you can just download them, um, delete them from here. Also, you can delete them from their place. So as we mentioned last week, you could just long click on the certain, you know, um, plugin or um, sound theme that you want to delete. And it's, it's going to be, okay, confirmation message if you want to delete it or not, which is pretty cool, I guess. Advanced timer settings. So OCR reading mode settings. I want to actually go and see the OCR settings because some people don't know how to do with that. But be aware that it only works with the free version. I um I've just installed the free version. I don't I don't have the purchase. I've already purchased it, but I I haven't installed it because I was doing some stuff. But I will let you know how that works. OCR settings. OCR. Automatic use of OCR recognition. Checkbox uncheck. This function is only available for premium users. So what does that mean? Is um you have the recognition engine in the um in the um folder as we mentioned in the Roar episode. So you could just swipe up and you'd find the recognition engine. And swipe right, it's gonna scan the screen, the item that you're focused on if it's not being read, and it's gonna read it for you. It's gonna scan it and read it for you. And it works pretty well, by the way. And even it works in Arabic. OCR recognition engine, Tencent Cloud OCR. Um, you can here um, choose the recognition engine that you want to scan with. OCR, OC, Tencent Cloud OCR, use by two unchecked, use by two OCR unchecked, two unchecked, three unchecked, or unchecked. So there's some that I don't know for other languages. I wish that there's, you know, been fine reader one. It's it's already pretty common, uh, to, I mean, text OCR engine. So I wish it was here. Automatic use of OC, OCR, OCR language valid only when Tencent OCR is selected. Um, the, you can only change the language when the Tencent OCR is selected because apparently the Tencent OCR is the one that supports multiple languages. Um, but on the other hand, the other OCRs only support one language. Like the Baidu, it only supports Chinese apparently. Baidu OCR valid only when Baidu OCR is selected. Um, there are some settings for Baidu OCR. It's um, a menu on its own. I know that Warren is now kind of pissed. So uh, definitely, uh, Baidu is not gonna come anywhere near my phone. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. I was, I was like, I'm, pre I was pretty sure. That's why I, I chose to make this episode live because I know that you were. We're gonna be pissed. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <attention>. girl. <laughs> no problem. Anytime.
So that's it for today. I really didn't want to make the episode long because we actually were not creating one every single week, but I just wanted to record something on the clock um, for our listeners because I wanted to clear stuff up. Next week, we will have a serious, serious episode uh, where we will talk about, you know, um, the voice assistant. And also we will talk in depth about the action settings. Um and the, the things that we haven't talked about in the action settings. I hope you like this episode. Uh, if you have any questions, don't forget to send our, your questions to contact us at blindandusers.com. And I hope you like this one. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do actually have any questions, do feel free to reach out to me or to the whole podcast at contact us at blindandusers.com. And I hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks very much, Mariam. Now it's our app of the week uh, section, which comes from me this week. And it's uh, one of our UK pub apps. So of particular interest to UK listeners, but anyone visiting the UK might find themselves in one of these establishments. And it's the pub app, Weatherspoons. Hello everyone, and this week's App of the Week is being recorded on location. It'll be of most interest to our UK listeners, as it is an app about one of our uh, well-known pub chains, and that pub chain is Weatherspoons. So now I am going to fire up the Weatherspoons app. So here we are, we are in the Weatherspoons app now. Uh, They have a lot of pubs, and I think the first thing we're going to be asked to do is to choose our pub. I should warn you on this screen, you will be presented with um, uh, a map, uh, a Google map type thing, so you can easily get lost when swiping around the map screen. I would suggest you explore by uh, touch, and you will have an option to pick uh, where your nearest pub is. I'm going to do this now. So I'll do that. I'm going to start near the top of the screen. It says choose your pub. Then we have Google Map. I'm going to slide my finger down the screen. And it's told me that the nearest pub is the Oyster Rooms in Fulham, which is the pub I'm actually in. So, uh, as I say, do do not flick on this screen. It's not going to be very productive. I'm going to double tap this. It's asked me if I am in the pub. I double tapped yes, and you heard it asked us to complete the usual COVID uh, uh, things. We've already done that, so I now shall uh, flick right. So we should, I I will just open the drawer so you can see what's in here. I never come in here, there's no real need to. I'm gonna. I'm just flicking uh, right now uh, across the screen.
Where it's saying uh, menu top frame layout, that's because I have um, uh, uh, unlabeled buttons to be spoken, so it's, so it's reading some IDs. So there we go, that's what's on the screen. I don't want any food particularly, so I'm going to flick up. I'm going to go and order a drink. I'm going to double tap on drinks. I think I want craft beer, so I'm going to go into this one. Now I want I want Brewdog Punk, which is what I found, so I'm gonna double tap it. So I'll set the table. I'm on table 62. So I'm going to double tap the search field. I found it is better to tap the done button here rather than trying to do the smart search above the keyboard. So it says table 62. I'm going to double tap this. And it's set, so I'll hit continue. I am 18. This is the drinking age here. I'll hit continue. So I could have a half pint measure. I don't want that. You'll hear it's not ticked. Uh, I do want the pint that is ticked I could customise it I think that would let me add uh, some sort of lemonade or shandy top to it I don't want to do that add to basket so I'm now going to check out I don't think anyone else needs anything so I look near the and where it says one it's not particularly um, uh, uh, descriptive but that is the basket so it's it's uh, in the top right hand corner really is the one so I'll double tap that Proceed to payment, that's what I want to do. Uh, 
It's offered me to pay with Google Pay. And I'm going to hit continue. It's got the right payment method. And we'll just let it do what it's going to do. Alright, it wants me to unlock my uh, uh, my phone to use the pin, that's fine. And the order's gone through. As I say, you might actually get better results when you're using the app. I had uh, elements labeled because I have quite a few apps where that's beneficial. In this app, it actually isn't, and it makes it sound more confusing than it is. But um, I hope you'll appreciate it. It's a relatively straightforward app. And in a few minutes, my drink ought to arrive. I should just say... um Apologies for the fact that TalkBack was quite so quiet on uh, that app. I suspect it's because I changed recording apps. And I did, I did look at it briefly in pub, but, but listening to it back, uh, I, I know that TalkBack was a little bit quiet. It was recorded on location, though, so hopefully the novelty of that uh, made up for it. Otherwise, I would have been uh, testing it from here and we couldn't have gone all the way through to the payment process. And much more significantly, I wouldn't have got a pint, which would have been soul-destroying. So uh, hopefully that was okay. And now it's our Android journey section. And this week, as we announced at the beginning, it's uh, from Alina Heiberger. Welcome again, Alina. I'm Romanian and I live in uh, in Vienna, in Austria. So you're joining us from Music City, uh, Austria, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So tell us then, how, how did you get into Android? I came from, uh, I had uh, Symbian before, two uh, phones. And uh, yeah, I, uh, from there, I got directly into Android. I uh, didn't have any experience with, um, you know, iOS, <laughs> an iPhone or something. Yeah. <laughs> so you had that Symbian phone. Yeah, actually, uh, I of had Of course, a lot of us did have the yeah, Symbian, right? <laughs> So what happened um, after that Symbian? What pushed you to look for an alternative? I heard that we can uh, use um, a touchscreen. That phones. blind people could use use a touchscreen yeah, uh, and things like that, people, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So you kind of got um, you got you kind of got curious about it. Yes. And um, yeah, I was told by someone. Uh, in in school actually one of my um class someone one from of your my classmates mates, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of your classmates Sorry. told you about told me uh, um the fact that we actually have he was yeah. um he had some site but he said he he knew someone who uh, uses you know the touch screen and um with um speech and, blind. and yeah blind i think he had some site as well i'm not sure about that yeah, I was curious about it, and I wanted to to try it um, the uh, touchscreen because um, I wanted to know how it's laid out, all where all the buttons are, and um, yeah, how it looks, kind of visually or yeah. So, uh, which one was your Who first one, Elena? After you, that. after you, and you decided to go try it. 
Uh, do you remember what phone it was I or what Android version that was? It's hard remember to remember the these things because it's, it's a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, in uh, at the end of uh, 2014, I think. Yeah. Yeah, a long ah, time ago. So it probably was running maybe like Jelly Bean yeah, or, it, um, or Kit Kat. Phone, what the the phone was called, but it uh, it had um, yeah jelly bean. Uh huh. A lot of phones have jelly bean uh, back in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, and it was really cheap phone. I uh, it had a screen. I couldn't even um, scroll with <laughs> uh, two fingers. You know, it didn't support two more fingers. You know, that, that oh, kind my. of screen. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I used that for a few months, and then in um, 2015, uh, yeah, someone uh, showed me his phone. Uh, he was sighted person, but um, he was showing me um, how it, what it sounds like, you know, the speakers, and it was an uh, HTC, uh, I think. M8 or something, something good. I don't remember that. Maybe it was the M8 or the M7. M the HTC yeah, M8, M7 yeah. was the very first one that gave us that nice sound and the metallic build uh, in Android. Yeah, so you probably was either M7 or M8. Yeah, M8 it was. And uh, obviously I wanted one because I like the sound. <laughs> and, but uh, I couldn't uh, afford it. And um, I went for the... HTC Mini. It was a mini version of it. Uh, yeah, but let, uh, less storage and um, less, you know, performance. I mean, another uh, processor and all that. It was not the, like the flagship uh, M8. And that one had Android um, 4.4. That was Kit Kat, I think, yeah, and yeah, that was yeah, that was a good phone at for its <laughs> time, you know, and uh, yeah, then uh, we, I think, in twenty sixteen, we switched um, carriers, you know. Um, that was in uh, Romania, by the way. We lived in Romania at that time. And my mother had an old phone that um, didn't support the f uh, 4G, you know. Mm. Yeah, and I gave her that uh, HTC and uh, uh, yeah, I got another HTC because I like the sound. I don't remember what... Uh, uh, the exact name of it, uh, but it wasn't kind of, it was a kind of mid-range phone, not a flagship. Yeah, and I used that for a while. That had um, a lollipop, I think, yeah, Android 5. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in I've used that for, I don't know, exact 
and and at the end of uh, 2017 i uh, i got the uh, motorola uh, phone the moto g5 s plus <laughs> and that had android 7.1 i think yeah something like that and it was a much better phone um, i mean well not the sound but <laughs> It was, you know, faster and uh, more, uh, much uh, better specifications and also more storage and RAM, <laughs> that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, for a long time it had Android 7 and uh, I wanted actually to put a custom ROM on that phone, but I didn't uh, manage. I done something wrong i i mean <laughs> it uh you are you are trying to baptize it in the mongolian river and at that yeah, time actually, of course you didn't, <laughs> didn't get the <laughs> you didn't realize that the minister was there <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh well, that was in 2018 or so uh -huh. yeah <laughs> So the, that was the uh, five um, Moto G five plus, right? It's a good uh, phone, actually. Five S plus, yeah. Yeah, five S plus. That's right. It's Another a good phone. phone. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good phone. Out of the Moto G five series, that was probably the best yeah, and, of, um, of them. After a while, it got Android eight point one. So yeah, I didn't bother roaming it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then what what did you get after the uh, Moto G yeah, phone? Yeah, and I I actually had uh, quite bad experience. I mean, um, frustrating somehow with the soft Braille keyboard. I uh, I'm typing. I type in uh, Braille with the uh, on the phone, and with that Moto G five phone. Um, and uh, yeah, I went then uh, for the. Was the um, experience not good using Braille? Uh, because we're talking, you're probably talking about something like the soft Braille keyboard, right? Yeah, with the soft Braille keyboard. And what, how was the experience on that Moto G? I mean, on that Moto G, it wasn't that great, but it worked on the <laughs> HTC okay. before that. Uh, yeah, and so in uh, November 2018, I think, anyway, at the end of 2018, I got the Xiaomi Mi A2, the Android One phone. Uh huh. Yeah, and that was much better. <laughs> I I like that phone. Um. And um, yeah, then we moved to Vienna, and uh, we got some phones here from the carrier. Um, uh, and uh, in 2019, also kind of. About at the end of it, um, I got the S10, Samsung uh, Galaxy S10, ah. and that's my uh, my current phone. Well, that's a great story, though, Elena. So you you're now rocking the S10, which is a whole lot better uh, than you know the Moto G5, yeah, which is a mid ranger. <laughs> <laughs> you're now using a flagship phone. Uh, which is a nice modern phone. So it's been quite a journey there for you, hasn't it? 
Uh, what would you say to somebody who's just starting with Android and they're probably struggling and feeling like, hey, I just want to throw this thing out the window. What would your advice be? Would you advise them to stick with it and play with it some more or just go ahead and open that window and throw it out? Uh, I guess keep trying, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Because if you were able to handle it back then with that little phone that was probably maybe um, not bigger than a two-inch or whatever, and you were able to <laughs> use that phone back then in 2014, then I guess, you know, uh, nowadays with all the uh, nicer phones that we have, it's actually a better experience, isn't it? When you pick up a phone from 2014 and you pick up a phone from today, it's a huge, huge difference. So uh, yes. your story makes all the sense to me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Elena. Yeah, I didn't think I would have so many phones. You know, I um, I wanted to have a phone and keep it for a few years, but for a long time, didn't huh? work. <laughs> no, you can't. Because, you know, things keep changing. And when they change, you know, you don't... You want to experience that new thing. I think that's one of those things that pushes us to uh, getting something new is that things keep changing and then something better comes along. Of course, we want to get that new thing. Who wouldn't want a new thing? I would. Thank you so much for your Android journey story. And we encourage people to always come and tell us their Android journey story. This is my favorite segment of the podcast, by the way, because some are very funny, you know, like uh, Alina's little phone and all of that and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all of that. So very I interesting. I actually like story. big phones, but yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. Now that's my girl. <laughs> yeah, but uh, actually the S10 is not that big. It has a bigger display, but uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I have the Samsung Galaxy A95G. It's an absolute beast. It's a huge phone. No, that's, yeah, that's uh, the phone. My mother has the A70. I liked it. I like it because it's so uh, big, you know. <laughs> Why don't you change yeah. them? We switch with your mom. Yeah. No. Actually, um, it was. Um, we agreed, actually. We were supposed to get two of them. But for some reason, my mother wanted the S10. For herself, oh. <laughs> and <laughs> when I uh, heard um, the speakers on the S10, I said, "No, I want it because I, <laughs> I'm after the sound, you know." <laughs> well, actually, the well, the S10 is a, is a whole lot better than um, you know. That's a flagship phone. You know what I mean? Even those from uh, what? When did we get the S10? Was that in 2019? I don't remember. Yeah, 2019. Uh, so, yeah, while it's an, you know, an older phone, it's still a better processor when you compare it to uh, the A70, you know, which is a mid-ranger phone. So you went for the gusto, you went for the good stuff. However, because you prefer the bigger screen, you probably could have said, hey, mom, you take the S10. <laughs> well, I, I was uh, thinking then um, the sound is more important to me than the screen <laughs> that is true but that's yeah. true all right so i think that's it for the my android journey story of course austin will be giving you guys info uh to join us if you want to come on live or if you want to pre-record and send your android journey story uh austin will also give you that info austin how do people get in touch with us so for people to get in touch with us they can visit our website that is blindandroidusers.com if you want to come live or if you have any questions or feedback or 
whatever you want us to come on your show or you have some newsletter that you want us to prom- be promoted on you can send us that all information by emailing us contact contact us at blindandroidusers.com but if you cannot come on live and you want to send us a pre-recorded my android journey story you can email us at myandroidjourney@blindandroidusers.com you can subscribe to our mailing list by emailing blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io and the links for telegram twitter youtube and clubhouse our club on clubhouse uh, will be in the show notes and we are having going to have a surprise for you which will be announced i think in the next episode there is going to be some surprise on clubhouse so keep stay tuned for the next episode thanks austin and most importantly thanks to everyone for listening and we shall see you next week bye everybody bye bye And that has been another episode of the Blind Android Users podcast. As always, we appreciate hearing from you. You send those email messages to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. For those My Android Journey stories, we encourage you to send those to myandroidjourney at blindandroidusers.com. Until we see you in our next episode, you have a wonderful day.